Good day, everyone. This is Matt with A Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in it. I've got my cup of coffee, my Duncan Hazelnut coffee this morning, and I'm enjoying a cup. Hope you're enjoying a cup wherever you are listening from. This is a podcast where we celebrate all things freedom in Christ and how that can just impact every area of our lives, and we can live from the freedom that Christ has already Provided. We've been talking about healing. I shared a personal uh, testimony a few episodes ago, a, a turning point moment in my life a little over five years ago where everything kind of just stopped in my life. And, and I realized that out of that, that God wanted to do this deeper healing work in my life. And the healing that he wanted to do was a, was a, was a soul healing. There were wounds in my soul. There were lying beliefs. There were false beliefs about about myself, about God, about my situation, about circumstances, about other people that I was believing. And he wanted to begin this process of of speaking deeply into my soul, because that's truly where the woundedness lies, is in our soul, which is our thoughts, emotions, uh, and our, our will, you know, where, where we choose. Uh, and so these false beliefs then of what was going on in my life at that time God wanted to do this work, and the question was, was I, was I going to let him? Was I just going to keep, keep going on, put my head down, kind of deny it and just cover it up, or was I going to move forward and allow him? Because Jesus says he will heal us in the soul, okay? But would I allow him to do that? Would I allow him to go there? Because it was going to be painful. It was going to be, it was going uh, it was going to bring up old wounds. It was going to bring up current wounds. It was going to bring up things that I maybe hadn't been dealing with in a long time. And so that's the question that's kind of in front of us: is will we let will will we let Jesus heal us? But I also said that uh, during this process, things got a lot worse. Uh, before they got better. I was in a car accident. I had been trapped, and it was a kind of a metaphor of my life. Uh, but but the ongoing, uh, the, the few months, I would say probably six or so plus months beyond that, was a very challenging time because this process was was painful. It was cutting to the core of my identity. It was cutting to the core of my sense of control. It was cutting to the core of my sense of security, all kinds of things that I was dealing with. And so so what I want to talk about today may not sound encouraging, but I want you to just kind of see how this develop, how this woundedness develops, and then also um, kind of what I would describe as the dark night of the soul, how things actually can get worse before they get better, but it's actually, it's okay, because you're going to be okay. It's actually okay to admit that you're not okay, because you're going to be okay in Christ. And the healing process, you're going to be okay, because even though it will be painful to go through... Going through that will reaffirm and build your, what I would say, confidence in who God is, how faithful He is, how trustworthy He is, and how much freedom He has actually provided for you. And so it's worth it. Uh, he's not wanting to see any of His children suffer. He's not wanting us to see us. He didn't want me to go through a car accident. But whatever He allows, as I said on, my, on the first podcast a few episodes ago called Turning Point, that now because I believe that God is always loving me perfectly, that whatever he allows in my life, I know that ultimately he will use it for my good. And I, I trust him with that. I don't always feel good about that. I don't always feel like that is the way it is, but but it's true. Uh, I, I trust that now way more than I did five plus years ago. And so I want to encourage you with that. But, but it often seems like there's a darkness that kind of 
comes to us. There's almost seems like there's a silence, you know, with uh, you know from God, and it actually got to a place where um, I would say that 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 six plus months, which was building up of three plus years of kind of being in a midlife crisis and struggling with things and feeling stuck in my life, was actually somehow became uh, a year of awakening for me, uh, a year of soul restoration, a year of of such renewal and such freedom that. I look back on that now and would say I never, uh, I would not replace that for anything, even though it was hard and it was, it was, it was challenging and it was, but it was so rewarding. It was so re- uh, restoring. It was so renewing to my mind. And so, so I, I say now that I, I needed to go through that, even though I may not have wanted to go through that. I needed to go through it uh, because it became this time of, of awareness it became this time of awakening. It became this time of, of revelation from God of what he really thought of me. Cause the core question at the time then, and the core question today is before each of us is God, what do you think of me? Do you really care about me? Who, you know, what do you say about me? Those core questions of who am I and, and, and what's going on are the cut to the core of our identity and anything that we're dealing with. You know, we said that whatever the traumatic event is, more, much more of what we're dealing with is not the event but the lying belief that comes out of the event, whatever that event may be. You, you fill in the blank on whatever traumatic event happened to you. It, you can't change that event. It happened. But what happens is the false belief comes out of it. So at the time, my false belief, again, my soul wound was God had left me. God was silent. God seemed distant. God seemed far off. He was kind of kind of through, where are you, God, in all this? And so so here's where here's where it gets difficult, right? Because and here's where I want to kind of go today. There's there's this confusion. Actually, in this turning point moment, there's a fork in the road. For, our first inclination is because we don't really want to go through it. We don't want to suffer. We're, we're uh, pain avoiders and comfort seekers. So we want to just move on. We want to deny it. We want to just get past it. Uh, we, we, uh, we, we want God to just kind of hurry, hurry up, hurry, hurry this up. and let's just move on, put my head down. I got to keep going. But what happens is, is that we, and, and, and what happens also is that we can get angry because we think that God has gone silent. We think, you know, this, this place of pain now is now uh, we've gotten to this kind of dark night in our soul where we think God is distant. We think God may be done with us. We don't know what's going on in our lives. Um, it's, it's the, the pain also can be in what seems like that God is, is silent. And I think that's, that is true. What once maybe fulfilled our soul, maybe it was religious activity, maybe it was even Bible reading, maybe it was whatever, uh, maybe it was a hunger for, for worship or whatever that may be, uh, all of a sudden maybe that just kind of doesn't hold the same place for us that it once did. It just seems like God is, is silent. God is distant. I know that I sure felt that. And a lot of this, I will say, I want you to recognize that it comes from our feelings. It's not truth because it's true. it's not true that God is distant, but our feelings feel like it because of our circumstances, because we how, because of how we've interpreted what's going on in our lives, but God wants us to grow deeper. He's He's ultimately at the time I didn't see this, but He's ultimately wanting me to trust and depend on Him. So He will do whatever is necessary to get me to let go of my sense of security and control and identity in anything else other than Him. 
And at the time, there was a sense of security and identity in my job, in my, in my, in my health, in my uh, finances, and all kinds of just my identity as 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 a as a man, as a as as, as a per, in my purpose, whatever. And those those all had to be looked at as I was holding too much security and too much uh, weight into those, and not truly trusting and depending on what God fully said about me. And so when the dark night of the soul comes, when those confusion moments come then out of this, it actually got, in some ways, it got uh, a little worse. It got more confusing because I began to wrestle with these things, or wrestle with the fact that I was placing my identity and my uh, in these lying beliefs. Because here's where the lying beliefs become reality to us. The false beliefs are... Um, are reinforced over time, and we actually they become true to us. So my my sense of God being distant actually became true to me. My my emotion of feeling that God was kind of through with me became became uh, truth to me. My sense of feeling unworthy, which I've struggled with most of my life, uh, became truth to me. So that's when it becomes a false belief: is anything that that does not line up with God's truth. But that actually we believe it. We've accepted it as a reality, and we believe that it is true. And so now we live out of it. So the false belief was, well, I, I, I felt so unworthy of God. Now my life is like this, so I must be unworthy, and God's through with me. That was the false belief. And I never would have maybe said that out loud, but that was how this woundedness develops. And now here I am in a car accident. I was like, okay, God, what are you doing through this? And yet I look back, this was a fork in the road. This was a turning point moment. This was a time where God was going to use this woundedness of the soul to, to heal me. To, but I had to allow him to do that. And we're going to talk about that in upcoming episodes. But, but this, this dark night is, is, is tough because here's, and here's one of the main reasons why is because we, a lot of times we have to be patient. <laughs> we, uh, it's hard because we just want to be healed. We want to move on. And yet, and yet God's timing and our timing are two totally different things. Oftentimes, God is, is asking us to be patient, <laughs> and we lack patience because God's wanting to do this deeper work in us and reveal these things and take us through this journey of us letting go of our dependence on other things outside of Christ and lead us to trust Him. It's, it's this... The word confidence I use. I was putting my confidence in other things to come through for me. And then through this healing journey, God began to build my joyful confidence in Him. Think about that joyful confidence, this confident hope as Romans talks about, that I could truly trust in what He said about me, that He loved me just as much five years ago as He does today. That love was there, but I, I didn't, I wasn't feeling that in my soul. I wasn't believing it in my mind. I was, uh, the stinking thinking thoughts were there that God was done, that he, he was distant, that he had left. And so, so, um, we, we actually, this, this, uh, these spiritual activities that we once did may not provide the necessary, uh, benefit. You know, I, I will say that I did eventually go through some counseling and that, that helped. I, I, I took some time off uh, from 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 work to, to experience some healing, but I didn't realize that God was going to do something so deep in me that He was going to take me in a totally different <laughs> direction with my career, with my life in general, with just so many things that I would have never even saw at the time. But I took some time to to actually heal, 
and to focus on some things. And God began to reveal, and I, I, went, I did go to see counseling, but, but in the beginning and even through that was like, there was a dark night of the soul. There was some confusion. There was frustration because it's like there was fear. What is this going to look like, God? What is this? What what what's going to be opened up in my life that I maybe haven't haven't uh, dealt with in so long? What what's this going to look like moving forward in, in in this these new things that you're leading me into? Uh, it was it was quite frankly it was scary. I think fear is one of the biggest hurdles that we have in allowing God to heal those wounds of the soul because we number one we don't want to open up those wounds and allow Him to heal it. We've denied it for so long. We've covered it up. We just tried to move past it. And number two, we're afraid of what that's going to require of us or what that what maybe God asks of us, maybe to be patient, but maybe to enter into some new things. And we're afraid, and that's understandable. We're human, so we're gonna we're gonna fear that. But but it's it's the it's the patience and our lack of patience. We just want to move on. But the but the slowness of God too is where I think that's where the, the 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 wounds of the soul become even more confusing because maybe it's not just been a few weeks or a few months maybe it's been years like i had told you in my story i had been kind of this had been kind of building up for about 3 years and all of a sudden this accident happens and i'm confronted with the reality of where do i go from here and so we you know one of the things that we do can can do in all of this is to try to and one of the ways the church has, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in the next episode. My hope is to break these down into shorter episodes so you can digest them and take them uh, bits at a time. Uh, but one of the things that the messages are that are out there that I would say is kind of the self improvement or whatever w- w- approach is uh, you need more of something. So because you're going through this soul wound or you're going through this crisis or whatever, you are lacking something. You need more of something, more prayer, more reading the Bible, more trying, more whatever, more get whatever it may be. And that message has infiltrated the church, if not more than ever. And it's the self-improvement approach that the world uses that says you're lacking something. And no, I wasn't lacking anything five years ago. I had everything in Christ. I just wasn't aware of it. Spiritual maturity is more about awareness than lack. It's it's I've already got everything I need in Jesus, but now do I know that? Am I aware of that? God reveal that to me, reveal who I am and all the all the the benefit that I have of you, of Christ as my life, the hope of glory that Christ is in me. What does that mean? What does that what does that look like? Reveal that to me, not coming from I need more of something. Only thing I needed more of was revelation to who I already was five years ago, and 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 God wanted to use this accident and use this last three years of my of my life leading up to the accident to heal those places. But the soul wrestles with that. We wrestle with that. We we think we are missing something. So every, so the so on one side you have the message of of you you, you weren't doing enough, or you need to do more, or move past it, or so all of these programs that are put in place t- generally are telling people that are dealing with these soul wounds just to just to do more of something. And here's actually what I would say is actually, no, you need to do less and you probably need to do nothing. When the dark night of the soul comes, when the soul wounds are there, uh, it's time to actually do nothing. And, here's, and, I, and I know this goes against the grain of a lot of people and it goes against the grain even of me in some ways, but I, I actually took time off from where I took a period of time where I needed... I needed healing. I needed I needed physical healing, but I also needed spiritual and the soul healing. 
And I couldn't do that by just keeping going with what I was with what I was doing. I needed actually to take a little bit of time off. And by God's grace, He allowed me to do that. Uh, because here's the thing: we think this is where our lack of patience comes in. We just want to move on. We want to move forward with it, and and so we need to then allow God to give us what He wants to give us, reveal what He wants to reveal, and 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 allow Him to choose to give to us what He wants to give to us. And that requires patience on our part. We just want to move past it. I just want to move past the accident, move forward with it, get on with my life, and put my head down, and just keep plugging away. And that's what most people want to do. And yet God's saying, Matt, I want to do this deeper work in you. I've got some really new things and big things ahead. But before you get to that, you got to go through this, this, this healing. I remember, and I wrote this in my book, there was a, there was a moment during this journey, uh, and I was going through some counseling. I uh, had taken some time off, and, and I, don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot of dreams that I remember, but I do know that this was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And I don't claim to be a dream interpreter, and I don't claim to be that every dream that you have that you remember is from God. I don't claim that, but I know this was, because this was something the Spirit was speaking to me. I remember in this dream, and this is what I'm going to end with today, but I remember in this dream that I, I was coming up to a kind of a river, and this river was kind of it was a raging river. And the rapids were flowing. I remember looking out across, and there was this sign. I couldn't quite interpret the sign. But then I remember on the other side, uh, I remember on the other side seeing this sign. And then as I, as I came up to the river, uh, I wanted to be able to see this side. Someone came up beside me in the dream. And I remember this was where the Spirit of God came in. And it was, it was Jesus. It was Jesus right next to me. I can, I can just remember this as clear as day. And I remember he said, he said, Matt, I know this is going to be tough. I know this is going to be hard, but to get to where I want to take you, you've got to go through, you got to go through the raging river. But here's what I want you to know, Matt. I'm going to be with you every step of the way. I'm going to be with you every step of the way. I, I get, I get emotional on that because I, I so, so, so needed that reminder and God gave it to me through a dream, and I, and 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 the the rest of the dream was basically I, I took that step, I took that step, but I didn't take that step alone. I stepped out into the raging waters, and I remember as I got about halfway to the other side, I remember I could finally see this sign on the other way, on the other side, and the sign said, "New way, new way." And I knew what that was going to mean. I knew there was going to be a new way that Christ was inviting me to live. It was letting go of the old way, but living by this new way, the new life of Christ that was in me already, that I already had. But that powerful reminder that God was going to be with me. And I want to, I want to kind of end that today with you because we're going to continue this, this journey. But I want to keep these episodes uh, kind of short. Uh, that God's with you. Whatever, he, whatever He's asking you to step into or to look back on, or to reflect on, or whatever He wants to give you out of His love for you, trust that God is with you. He, you're not stepping in it alone. You're not stepping out on it alone. You're not dealing with it alone. Christ is in you. That's the hope of glory. And He wants to build your confident hope, your joyful confidence in Him. He wants you to know that He is going to heal those wounds. He's going to heal those lying beliefs. So what do we do when the confusion comes? We, 
we do nothing. We wait. We remember who God is. We, we, we ask the Lord to show us who we are. We hold on. We ask for help. Maybe you need to ask for help today. We, we get less busy. We get less distracted. We don't try to cope. We, we have fewer things that we say yes to. Maybe we rest more. Maybe we focus more. Maybe we exercise more. Maybe we stop doing a whole lot of things. But most of what we do is we do nothing and we reflect we ask God to show us who we are. And that's what, I, that's what I did as I began to take some time for myself and to really, really seek the Lord on what He wanted to do in my life. And we let go, ultimately, of our need to just kind of rush through it and get to the other side or cope with it. Because that's what we're told, just we're lacking something, we need to do more of something, we're missing something. So here's what you need to do. And the message I want to give to you today is there's nothing that you need to do. God's with you. You you will eventually need to take the step of faith, but trust that God is with you. So maybe today, if you're in this soul woundedness and you're struggling, you may need to just do nothing. Because I want to say doing nothing is a whole lot. Doing nothing is, is not actually doing nothing because it's allowing God to work in those places of your soul that are, have been wounded for so long. And, and that's how it happens because we've, we've been, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about ways that we have dealt with it the next time, but, but God wants you to know today that He cares, that He wants to take these, this journey with you, and the question is, will you let Him? And here's the question I want you to end with today, I want to end with, and you to go to the Lord with this, is, is uh, you go to the Lord with this question, God, God what do you say about me? Speak deeply into my heart, what do you say about me? And, and, and who I am and my identity and, and allow the Lord just to, to speak into that place that, that those wounds have just attacked, those lying beliefs have just attacked and said, you're unworthy. You're, you're, you, you just got these lying beliefs of, of being rejected and unworthy and insecure and inadequate and all kinds of things. And God wants to say, no, it's not true. I want to expose that. I want to reveal that. I want, I want to walk this journey with you. Will you allow me to, to enter into that belief, to that lying belief? Because what we don't see, what we don't know, is we're actually responding and acting out of what we believe. We just think that we're doing a bunch of things, but we're actually living out of what we believe. Consistently, that's what we're doing. And so maybe in this moment, you just need to allow God to, to speak into that belief, to speak into that wound, and say, here's what I think of you. Here's what I think of you. I love you just as much today as I did whenever this event happened, whenever this tragic thing happened to you, whenever this message was said to you or whatever that may be. And I want to heal that because that wasn't true of you. And I love you and I care for you. And so <laughs> there's the old adage, right? You can't run in the dark. Actually, I tried that when I was a young person. I tried to run in the dark, but you sure can't see where you're going, right? Sure can't see where you're going. And so maybe you're trying to run in the dark. There's a, there's a darkness, there's a woundedness there, and you're just trying to run as fast as you can to get past it, to get away from it. And God's saying, let's stop. Let's do this together. Let's journey in this together. Because I am with you, and whatever you have to go through, I will be with you the entire way. We're going to do this together. Will you journey with me? Because on the other side, on the other side, 
there will be healing. There will be restoration. There will be a new way to live. There will be freedom. There will be freedom. Well, I hope this encourages you. We're going to continue on with this. Please let us know if we can uh, pray for you or walk with you in your own journey. We do this on a one-on-one basis. If you would like to pursue counseling and coaching, that's what we do. Uh, We also have a new men's group that's going to be starting here in a week or two. We'd love for you to come alongside other men who are journeying on this their own freedom journey and their own healing, and uh, reach out to us either way. There is a financial investment on each of those. We'd love to uh, journey with you. And also, we are looking for some new supporters to this podcast. The podcast is growing, and we are continuing to see it impact other people's lives. And we would like to invite you to financially support this podcast because we are looking to keep it uh, going and get it out to more individuals, more people, wherever, uh, whoever need to hear the message of freedom in Christ. So there'll be a couple of ways you can do that in the description. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm